0: So uh, I'm told by sources that uh, the uh, investigation kind of accelerated as a result of his identity becoming uh, public. So now we expect that he's going to be taken to a federal court there in Massachusetts in Boston uh, where the procedure will begin to remove him and bring him down to the Washington, D.C. area where we expect that the charges are going to be filed uh, for the, again, for his connection to the leaking of these documents.
1: Welcome back to Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. It's Friday, April 14th, 2023. So we just came off of our on segment. We did. Last week's didn't get uploaded at all. Nope. So we're hoping that this week's actually will get saved. Yes. So just in case you might miss... The first half of the show, you should be tuning in live. The second half, exactly. I mean, tuning in live on Brighteon.tv at 6 p.m. every Friday. Just watch it live, just in case, you know, there's some technical difficulties that that happen. So, Leah, tell them about what they're going to tune into tonight. Yeah, so we've got, oh, tonight, you tell them. Well, I'm tr- I'm going to pull something out first, so I'm telling you to tell them. Okay, or you so, can tell them the stories you have. Okay, j- tonight we are going to have on um, Pastor Jack Stegman, our friends Robert and Jamie Agee, our friend Donna Hudson. And they have been given a commission to recovenant this land, America, back to God from the first landing in 1607. And what was the Cape that they said it was in Cape Henry, Cape Henry. It's not necessarily Jamestown, but they're calling it Jamestown. It is going to be in Virginia. So I want you guys to, um, come back at nine o'clock and listen, you're, you're just going to be blown away. The power Gods going to hit you. I promise it's going to be awesome. We are going to get our country. So that'll our be right, right track. after yeah. our, mm-hmm. our show here tonight. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to, what's, what's the the top stories that you want to cover tonight? What are they going to get? Okay, so we're going to talk about the whistleblowers, the first whistleblower, the Ukraine whistleblower, and Joe Biden. Uh, there's a whistleblower coming out um, talk, talking about his uh, dealings in Ukraine. So you're not going to want to miss that. But I have somebody, I have something that's really important I want to start out with. Okay. Super, super important. Oh, now, jeez. I know where this is going. Last week we covered Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney. and the, the fact that he is now the it girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is uh, on the, he is selling wedding dresses. Uh, what was the most recent one? Oil of Olay, get your skin all nice and he's changing out clothes. Wow. Uh, he's done Nike and um, he did one for Bud Light. We don't drink beer, I don't care if every beer company in the world goes under, <laughs> okay? I have no feelings for Ann Houser Bush. Okay, but they have issued a non-apology apology okay. because as it turns out, okay, that there are anti-woke men right. who didn't know that this director, marketing director chick was going to pull in Dylan Mulvaney. So it was a girl that did this? Yeah, it was a girl. It was a chick. Uh, uh, she wanted to be inclusive. She wanted to turn her co- company in- inclusive. Now... Don Jr. is out there telling everybody to stop boycotting because people are their their market shares of um, the valuation of Anheuser Busch is down by six billion. Nobody wants to buy Bud Lights anymore. I again, I what is a that? What does Don this. Jr. care about that? Because he I guess has he's friends. He must have have friends in the company. He's a millionaire too. Choose your friends better, Don. But here, this is hilarious to me. So, Benny Johnson just tweeted out, guys, I think I found the problem. So, I think the chick who was running Big Bud Light, she's running Bud Light, and then the CEO of uh, Anheuser-Busch, which is the parent company, Mm -hmm. worked for the CIA. -uh. (laughs) Nuh-uh. It's not even a joke. You can show him on my Twitter account. I'm pulling this up right now. On his LinkedIn, from 2001 to 2006... He worked operations officer, counterterrorism center, clandestine service at the CIA. Now we know. Uh, in Washington, D.C., Pakistan, Tanzania, and Iraq. Specialized in recruitment and handling of human resources. Well, now yeah, he, I know. And now he's the CEO of this big beer company. Mm-hmm. My thing is, maybe it's because they picked him because he was trained on how to market things. <laughs> in the CIA? Well, yeah, it's human resources. Like... Specializing in recruitment and handling of human wow. resources. You gotta sell it. Gotta sell it. You gotta sell it. Oh my gosh. So that's the problem right there. It's Everything's an op. Everything's an op. I'm telling you. Lucy on Facebook says, "Wow, well, we now know which companies to boycott. <laughs> you do. No more Anheuser-Busch. But I do like, aren't they the ones with the Clyde sales commercial? No, that's Budweiser. I mean, that's, oh, it is. It, no, it totally is. Okay. It well, is. Well, you, you don't get to co op the horses anymore. Yeah. All right. Um, a former staffer who worked in the Obama administration is blowing the whistle on the Biden. So we got another whistleblower, whistleblower here and has accused of Biden of being involved in a kickback scheme directly related to his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. Mike McCormick. A stenographer in the White House for 15 years who worked with Biden from 2011 to 2017 told Fox and Friends First that the FBI has completely ignored him despite his willingness to testify under oath before a grand jury investigating Hunter. Now, I think if you scroll down, let's go ahead and listen in on Mr. McCormick. Here. Mm Mm-hmm. MEANTIME, A FORMER OBAMA WHITE HOUSE OFFICIAL SAYS HE WANTS TO TESTIFY TO A FEDERAL GRAND JURY BECAUSE HE SAYS HE HAS INFORMATION ABOUT THEN VICE PRESIDENT JOE BIDEN'S ROLE IN HIS SON HUNTER'S BUSINESS. BUT HE SAYS THE FBI HAS BEEN IGNORING HIM.
2: FORMER OBAMA STENOGRAPHER MIKE McCormick JOINS US NOW. MIKE, THANKS FOR BEING HERE. YOU SAY YOU ARE A WITNESS TO A CRIME. WALK US THROUGH WHY YOU SAY THAT. YES, HI, ASHLEY. HI, TODD. THANKS FOR HAVING ME. Sure. So in, tw- in April 2014, I was in Air Force Two with Joe Biden and Jake Sullivan. At the time, no one knew that Hunter Biden was already on the board of Burisma Holdings, the natural gas conglomerate from Ukraine. Joe Biden is directing Jake Sullivan in the front of the plane what to say to the press. My job as a stenographer on the plane is to record what the vice president or a senior administration official says to the press. So I'm sitting back there with a the tape recorder. Jake Sullivan comes back, and somebody asks him about fracking. The, his answer is, "Well, we're bringing a lot of American assistance over for fracking." Barisman was the direct beneficiary of that fracking, and that's what I recorded, and that's in a White House transcript. In the, in the transcript, you don't know who Jake Sullivan is. It's a senior registration official. I'm the witness that says Jake Sullivan is the guy who said it, and he should be investigated because at the time, Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma, and Joe Biden is bringing American taxpayer money to enrich that company and himself and his family. Yeah, Mike, let me throw in a few dates here. Hunter joins the Burisma board April 18th, 2014. You have that conversation with Jake Sullivan April 21st, 2014, uh, outlining how the U.S. would help Ukraine's gas industry with Joe Biden's help. Hunter's role not made public till May 12, 2014. And then in December of that year, Congress approves $50 million to support Ukraine's energy sector. Ashley.
1: You know, Mike, my biggest question is, you said the FBI has been ignoring you. It's it's no secret right now that people don't have a lot of faith in the FBI. Would you tell them and what did they say back to you?
2: Well, that's, that's a great question, Ashley. Um, I came across this story back in October. I published it in my Substack. My Substack is Midnight in a Laptop of Good and Evil. I didn't hear much about it. In February, I went to the FBI and filed one of their tips you can
1: pause that. on their you can website. So if here's, you do here's that- the main takeaways, right? And you guys weren't able to quite follow or whatever. No, I think I, we followed it. All right, so he's on the airplane in 2014 on a trip to uh, Ukraine. So you've got Sullivan, now Biden's national security advisor, outlined a U.S. investment in the Ukrainian energy sector just days after Hunter joined the B- Board of Burisma. Months after the trip, Congress allocated $50 million to Ukraine's energy market. mmm His son's on the board. Congress gives $50 million. I'm sitting back there with a tape recorder. Jake Sullivan comes back and somebody asks about fracking. His answer is, well, we're bringing a lot of American assistance over for fracking. Burisma was the direct beneficiary of that fracking. And that's what I recorded. And that's in a White House transcript. In the transcript, you don't know who Jake Sullivan is. It's a senior administrative official. I'm the witness that says Jake Sullivan is the guy who said it it, and he should be investigated because at the time Hunter Biden was on the board in Burisma. So Joe Biden is going over there and saying we're going to and he's writing this down as a stenographer, I guess, because um, I guess he keeps track of this stuff. I don't know. He Somebody's... said he was meant to record Joe speaking to the press. OK, that's possible. So he's got this. Um, He says McCormick argued that the timeline of events suggests that Biden funneled American money overseas to enrich himself and his family and use his own influence to aid his son's rookie energy career. This makes so much sense. We're going to give you $50 million of American money. You put my son on the board, Mm -hmm. my board, my son gets a salary and then he's got to save a part, you know, um, remember in some of his, uh, laptop letters, he told his daughter, I won't make, I won't, I won't make you give me half like my dad does. Exactly, Half. So 10% for the big guy was just with the Chinese deal. But it, everything else was half from Hunter. Yep. So Hunter, I'm going to put you on this board. You're going to get millions of dollars and you're going to give me half, son. And your uncle and your aunt. Were it's worked all, out pretty good. And I mean, who knew? And, and let me tell you something. I have to be careful on Facebook. What we're looking at is now Joe Biden as president and you usually get chosen for positions if
3: you are corruptible.
1: Yeah. You've been proven that you you prove that you are willing to, you know, do the corrupt things. Speaking of corrupt things, is it corrupt if American officials have been lying repeatedly over what is happening in Ukraine and somebody... Let's us know that they were lying. That's, well, the person is not corrupt that lets us know that they're lying. In this case, Jack, we cannot pronounce his last Tuxera. name. Texiera. All right. So I want to go ahead. If you bring this up, I want you to see this video of the arrest of the alleged Ukrainian document leaker. Okay. Two police cruisers from the town of Dighton were blocking the road near a residence associated with Mr. Texira. Uh, one neighbor said the police began blocking off the street around noon, and you can see them taking the 21-year-old away. I wonder if he was ready for this or not. This is just a drone footage he's here. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. Now, if you missed our Breitian segment, you missed the fact that his dad served in his same um, unit it, unit for 34 years. 34 years. Yeah. So he starts out, he's just sitting on the back, the back porch there yeah, yeah, outside. Yeah. They got it, it seems a little bit like I don't know, it's so strange. Yeah. I mean, look at this. They sent four helicopters after yep. this kid. And and again, if you missed our Brighton segment, Leah, this this young man is a whistleblower. Not really a whistleblower, but sort of. He was on a Discord um gaming server. Server communication Any place. Let, yeah. And, which I'm familiar with because our web guy has me use it quite frequently with um, to, to screen share mm-hmm. and things like that. But uh, he's got his hands up here. He, he knows. He did know. He was libertarian leaning, and when you hear the the, he's pro gun. It's very really interesting. Pro gun. Pro gun. While he's anti-Ukrainians having all the weapons. Are there any people that served in the military that are anti-gun? I mean, what does that even mean? Pro gun? Like this is so. The, so the point is that we, Lee, and I believe. That he had to know mildly as he's they releasing to, these things. They were going to arrest him. This Was is he a putting his life on the line? I, I think so. To save America. Like, he's thinking somebody needs to know this. Americans deserve to know that what is going on in Ukraine is not what we are being told. Mm. And I'm going to let... The world, no. So, back on April 7th, routers said that Russia or pro-Russian elements are likely behind the leak of several classified U.S. military documents. They were absolutely wrong. So, Reuters, Routers. We're going to route Reuters, them to the... We're going to route it. We're going to route the Reuters. I literally just corrected myself. You said myself. Reuters, Routers. And then just, you said Reuters. I was just, just to, bolstering the Reuters correction. <laughs> G8s when I say Routers. She she she's like, did you hear Tucker? He said Reuters. It's Reuters. And I'm like, I can't read anything but routers. I'm sorry, I can't speak it. It's a dumb name. It's dumb. And then once somebody has corrected me on how to pronounce a word, I go into um freeze. Stubborn. Mode. No 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 no. You go into stubborn. Mode. I know. That's what it's. You, it's that's it's, what. That's, uh, then I am not gonna say it That's the way the correct way just freeze mode because it bothers me it's like fingernails on the chalkboard to say it but you way. corrected yourself i could run with it but then when somebody else does it it's like if if you're on your own diet but then if somebody pulls it out it's like you really do you really want to eat that cookie right now yes i do <laughs> yes i do i could go for a cookie right now actually you could right no if somebody's saying you're overweight and you need to stop eating cookies that it just feels awful Okay, so Glenn Greenwald says the same establishment playbook is used to malign the character of leakers and distract attention from the substance of revelations. On a virtually daily basis, one can find authorized leaks... To the New- In the New York Times, the Washington uh-huh. Post, CNN and NBC meaning stories dressed up as leaks from anonymous sources are that, in fact, nothing more. Do you want me to bring this up? I have so to, I can get to it. retweet I have. it. I don't need you to retweet you it. You don't know I me do, me me do retweet it. it I don't know. You leave my screen alone. Stay with, day with your screen. Let um, me do what I want with my, my screen. screen. Okay. In fact, nothing more than messaging assertions that the CIA, FBI, Homeland Security and the Pentagon have instructed these subservient media corporations to disseminate. When that happens, the leaker is never found or punished. Even You never noticed that?
3: Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a
1: New York Times or Washington Post leaker ever no. revealed? No. You know they have no leaker of the um, when they leaked the Supreme Court decision on the um, abortion, Roe v. Wade thing? They can't find the person who bombed the DNC. Can't find a lot of people. Hmm. Interesting. But um, when it comes to unauthorized leaks, like, Through the mainstream media, which result in the disclosure of secret evidence showing that the U.S. security state lied, acted corruptly, or broke laws. That is when the full weight of the establishment power comes crashing down on the head of the leaker. They are found and arrested. Mm -hmm. Their character is destroyed and now in a new and genuinely shocking escalation. It is the largest media corporations themselves, The Post, The Times, that actually do the FBI's work hunting down the leaker, exposing him and ensuring his arrest. This playbook is always used in such cases and is easily recognized. When Daniel Ellsberg leaked the Pentagon paper showing the U.S. government was lying to the American public that it believed it could win the war in Vietnam, FBI and CIA agents broke into the office of his psychoanalyst to try to expose his psychosexual secrets to discredit him. When Julian Assange uh, had created a powerful and formidable instrument for holding the U.S. security state accountable and exposing their lies, WikiLeaks, corporate outlets began puking up a deluge of personal attacks against him. And then, of course, Edward Snowden. On last night's system, episode of System Update with Glenn Greenwald, he said, We examined the media's conduct this week with regard to the leaker in the way that in which they proudly did the FBI's job in hunting him down. Proudly did the FBI's job. Mm. So we are now, as if you checked out our segment on Brady On, we played some clips from the one, the only Dr. Ron Paul. Amazing man. And um, I'd say man of God. I don't know if he's Christian or not. Gotta be. But he said the CIA killed our president, mm-hmm. JFK. And he said uh, he had been arguing uh, that these companies, the social media companies, aren't private companies, and now we know they're arms of the U.S. government. And so the newspapers are arms of the U.S. government. Everybody is arms of the U.S. government. Yeah. And so they are taking away our First Amendment rights. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Mayor Garland announced the arrest of Jack. Jack Teixeira. Listen, this kid... Again, military family, I believe that he knew what he was doing, did it for our nation. But, Leah, earlier you said, what is the punishment for this? What what can be the possible punishment? I think you said like... 15 years total. So... That is a big deal, but it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Sir, good time. I, honestly, I'm hoping that he gets off. If, if, if Trump or Ron DeSantis were to be elected, I believe they would probably pardon him. You know, um, someone says, Every detail of the way the classified Pentagon leaks were shared by Jack Texiera on the Discord server Thug Shaker Central and made public months later would get rejected as too ridiculous and hard to believe if it had been offered as a spy film script to a major Hollywood studio. It's, it is it is a strange series of events. And again, to repeat what you said earlier, they by arresting this young man, they have essentially confirmed that what he has said is true. Now, Leah, for those that, that have not seen our Brighton segment, did we exactly talk about what these Ukraine files contained yeah, they on can, this they... segment? I feel like we did it on Brighton, but I don't know that we did it here. The... Well, it, why don't you bring up uh, Tucker Carlson here? We don't want to play him again. You don't want to play him again? No, because these I can... will combine these shows. And okay. so it will have been for the for later on. I just mean kind of sum it up for people that are here live right now. Well, that the U.S. is lying. And that the war in Ukraine is not going as well for Ukrainians as they are playing it out to be. That um, I believe. And that they're... Washington has spied on allies, Israel and South Korea. There's a lot in these Ukraine we, files. we have trained and we have troops on the ground. Right. And that I think it's uh, one Russian dying for every seven Ukrainians. And that was the inverse. We're, we're, that told, we were told that Russia is losing people hand over fist. That yeah, but is... if you um, you go to my Twitter, and I want to play uh, um, another segment that we didn't play. Okay. So go to my Twitter. Got it. And go to uh, about minute... Um, war if you scroll down because this is this is huge news and who is going to hold those accountable accountable scroll down just a little bit more who holds these people accountable Mm -hmm. congress margie to the green is the only one really stepping up there's so many people in congress that look stupid right now for supporting this war in ukraine yeah, especially after these files have come out. And honestly, if you hadn't arrested the kid, maybe no one would know about these files. But now mm-hmm. that you've arrested him, we all know. For mm-hmm.
4: so the past penit- four, you said.
5: US yeah,
1: hungry for power.
5: So this 21-year-old Air National Guardsman from Massachusetts is not a whistleblower, CNN explains, with the help of the many intelligence agency figures it is now hired as analysts. No, he's not a whistleblower. He's a criminal because he is, unlike the people who run our government, quote, hungry for power. And because this 21-year-old was so hungry for power, federal law enforcement had to swing into action with unfamiliar speed and efficiency and apprehend him. He was that threatening. Now, keep in mind, as of tonight, we still don't know where Jeffrey Epstein got hundreds of millions of dollars. We have no idea, nor do we know what he did for a living. We don't know who left pipe bombs on Capitol Hill on January 6th, two of them. We don't know who leaked the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade. We can't even say for certain who killed the president of the United States because after 60 years, the Biden administration is still hiding thousands of pages of classified documents from the Kennedy assassination, just as they are hiding more than a billion other classified documents. But tonight, we can say for dead certain who embarrassed Toria Newland and Joe Biden. And that kid is going to jail for a long public domain. The fact that the country we are backing and fighting alongside is losing, not winning, has no business in the public domain. You have no right to know what your government is doing in your name with your tax dollars and with the future of your children okay, and you grandchildren. You have no right to it, know. Uh, Shut up and it stop asking relevant. That-
1: the Pentagon leaks reportedly showed that the U.S.-made JDAM smart bombs provided to Ukraine are failing to hit Russian targets. Jeez. So uh, Lloyd Austin lied. The Pentagon leaks exposed the U.S. government knew Ukraine's defenses would be severely weakened this summer while they were saying the opposite. Lloyd Austin lied. That is why he said he would turn over every rock to catch the leaker. Because they they have to... Kind of cover this up mm-hmm. and make it like it didn't happen. It says, "I uh, see Jeff Pesovik on Good Friday. Are we directly involved in planning Ukraine's spring offensive? Ukraine's new war plan was leaked. So are we planning? We are. All of I, that? I said this, and now I can't say because I'm not on the proper network. Okay, but I think I can say this. I'll just say it this way: Who is at war with Russia right now? We are... Well, I wasn't going to say it. I guess it appears that... um, It says, Contributing writer to The Atlantic declares that the real heroes this week were all the amazing journalists who participated in a dragnet to identify the leaker, at which time the FBI moved into action and nabbed him. That's crazy. So Patriot Gallery says, uh, I heard a CNN reporter found this guy because the FBI can't find anyone. She says CNN means CIA. Good point, Mom. CNN means CIA. That's so true. Let's see. How did did CNN know to be there videographing this arrest with their four helicopters? I'm going to bring a couple of tweets here from Michael Tracy. He's an anti-war lefty. Uh, U.S. training Philippine Army on javelins because of how effective they were in Ukraine. Well, they were definitely effective at militarizing Ukraine in a manner that eventually led to full-blown war. But, of course, that won't stop the U.S. from exporting the strategy to other places. They're also performing joint exercises to demonstrate the ability to transfer cargoes from sea to shore when fixed port facilities are unavailable. I'm sure that... uh, Private sector partners convened at this functioning yesterday to include Amazon, Google, Uber, IBM, Honeywell, GE, Citibank, BlackRock to discuss catalyzing investment in Ukraine. Wow. That's insane. But we knew, we knew that all of this was going on. We knew there was more to this than meets the eye. And yet, now it's out. And this kid is... I hope I didn't say that on Facebook. I said it on Brighton. I feel like he's special. I feel like we have a right to know. I feel like we have I a right can to know. tell you know. for sure that we have a right to know what's going on. And I am, I'm glad to know what's going on. I really am. I'm glad that, that he. i mean, that, screen share this tweet that you just read. Because I think this is important for everybody to see. This one about the um, the javelins there. Oh, that's training in the Philippines, and that's the one you just had. Yeah, but that was training in the Philippines, right? And because and those are the javelins that we've been sending to Ukraine and training them with that. All right, let me see. I'm going to scroll down here. Uh, let's see. All of this uh, comes as the Washington Post has published a report claiming that a young man in his 20s who worked on a military base posted the classified reports in a Discord chat room. But the report presents little, uh, way, little in the way of evidence. Only a teenage source who is said to be a friend of the leaker. However, the teenage source has reportedly refused to disclose the identity or location of the alleged leaker. The man behind the massive leak of the U.S. government secrets that has exposed the spying on allies revealed the grim prospects for Ukraine's war with Russia and ignited diplomatic fires for the White House is a young, charismatic gun enthusiast who shared highly classified documents. United in their mutual love for guns, military gear and God, the group of roughly two dozen, mostly men and boys formed an invitation-only clubhouse in 2020 on Discord, an online platform popular with gamers. But they paid little attention last year when the man uh, some call OG posted a message laden with strange acronyms and jargon. The words were unfamiliar, and few people read the long note. One of the members explained, but he revealed he revered OG, the elder leader of their tiny tribe, who claimed to know secrets that the government withheld from ordinary people. Some reports suggest that documents then gained wider circulation on the internet in the context of intense debates over the Ukraine war, as users in the Discord group utilized classified docs during online arguments. According uh, to the Washington Post, the young member read O.G.'s message closely and hundreds more that he said followed on a regular basis for months. They were, he recalled, what appeared to be near verbatim transcripts of classified intelligence documents that O.G. indicated he had brought home from his job on a military base, which the member declined to identify. OG claimed he spent at least some of his day inside a security facility that prohibited cell phones and other electronic devices which could be used to document the secret information housed on the government computer networks or spooling out from printers. Uh, On the question of whether U.S. authorities believe a foreign government might be behind the leaks, of course, he's not Ukrainian. He is not Russian operative. So... No. So we've got another person on the hunt but this time it's for rats oh my rats in New York City I guess have gone crazy and so they put out the city of New York put out a job listing for a rat czar Mm. someone who could rid the city of rats now I would think that you would want to bring Rudy Giuliani back he did a really good job cleaning up the city but would you go ahead and play this uh, YouTube clip here I just find it absolutely hilarious on the rat czar is that the one on
5: the end? hmm. Right here. hmm. After months long search, New York City finally has a rat czar to declare war on the rodent population. Mayor Adams revealing Kathleen Karate is his pick for the job. She has been with the Department of Education since 2015 and helped spearhead the DOE's efforts to fight rats in buildings. Now she's tasked with fighting the rodents throughout the city. Eyewitness News reporter Kimberly Richardson live in Harlem with more. Kimberly.
3: Well, David, the mayor says just think of her as a rat maestro. After a nationwide search, some 900 applicants in just two weeks. Kathleen Karate just stepped into the role of the city's first director of rodent mitigation, and she kind of makes sense. She's a natural pick. Take a listen to this. When she was just 10 years old, Karate collected signatures in her neighborhood for a petition focused on, yes, anti rat measures. The former elementary school teacher who also worked at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden says getting the city's rodent population in check is a multi-prong approach. Karate has a background in biology and urban sustainability and plans to draw on lessons learned at the DOE where she faced a similar problem in about 120 schools. After three years, techniques used there resulted in about 70% of the schools reaching compliance levels. Right out of the gate, she is focusing in on the newest rat mitigation zone in Harlem part of a $3.5 million dollar plan. will look at NYCHA complexes there. They will get new rat slabs that essentially stop rodents from burrowing in the ground. The new rat czar says she understands behavioral changes and cultural shifts do not happen overnight, but she's up for the challenge, joking, there's a new sheriff in town.
0: I will bring a science and systems-based approach to reducing New York City's rat population. With a strong focus on cutting off the food, water, and shelter rats need to survive. We were really playing uh, whack-a-mole, and there was, uh, you know, as much work as Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, of uh, what they have been doing. We basically put it solely on them and so now this coordinated effort uh, through what uh, Kathy is going
1: to do is going to allow us to put everyone as part of the team so the department of sanitation the parks department uh department of health and mental hygiene
3: i think that's very important you know just because of course you want your city to give the aura of being clean you want it to authentically be clean so i see no problem with i think it's a great improvement to try and make by the way like the mayor karate hates rats and in her new role will make $155,000 when asked if Curtis Slewa will still get that rat internship the one he volunteered for the mayor simply laughed okay
1: that's a nice high paying in in the yeah. rat's job and 155 grand to get rid of some rats baby but how did it get to this and I'm just wondering... Get out of the they cities! Don't, they don't mention that they're going to kill any rats. Right. You know? They don't mention... that. That's it. how She rats. says that she hates rats. How are you going to get rid of the rats? We're just going <gasps> to make me tell it you something. So they don't have a place to stay. They don't have want to eat there. No, you're going to kill them. Just and how people. are you going to kill the rats? Because you can't just starve them out. Okay? It's not going to work that way. The Kansas Cowboy... Bought us a mouse trap bucket. Mm-hmm. It's got like, it's got a like little ramp that goes up to a five gallon bucket. Uh-huh. No yawning. That's contagious.
3: And they start yawn. to it's walk.
1: They start to walk on this little thing and they fall in to the bucket of water and drown. I, I don't like this, but I like it better than those giant sticky things that you bought. Because I feel like they could live for those for a long time. Like, drowning is pretty instantaneous. Mm. It's as close as you can get. Um, the, rat, the, the, the rat, the mouse traps, you know, they're not always successful. So it's pretty intense. All right. So, over there in uh, San Francisco, we covered... We're going to another rat-infested city. Last week, where you had the swimmer, who was Riley Gaines. She was saying men should not be in women's sports. Yeah. Well, she had her life threatened. She was basically kidnapped and held as a hostage. But the, president, the, uh, the vice president of student affairs, uh, Jamila Moore, sent out a memo thanking activists for peacefully taking part in the anti-Gaines protest and called them brave. Then the president of uh, San Francisco State University, student government, said that Gaines was at fault for her assault. And the screaming protesters due to her hateful rhetoric. Indeed, Karina Zamora also pinned blame on the campus police for their confrontational behavior. Let's get her out of here. They're going to kill her. Now the FSSU uh, athletic di- director has joined the fray, in saying she doesn't understand what Gaines's problem is in the first place. That it's a common mistake. This is a chick, by the way. You can show us her picture. A common mistake to believe people might have a competitive advantage due to their physical abilities. Huh? Stephanie Shreve Hawkins, who, according to her faculty page, has over 20 years of experience in collegiate athletics, said that some athletes can see competition as an enhancer of negative thoughts against trans people, making some forget about other issues like inclusivity. You wouldn't see this with dancers or any other thing that's physical. It's just with this athletics perspective. We live in this society that's so competitive. She's the athletics director. They're supposed to win. That's how they get money. You'll notice that especially transgender, male to female, is the one that people are focusing on most because it's a gender bias in a way as well because, no, nobody cares if a she girl... She says, so what does that say about women, that women aren't strong? If, if a girl transitions to be a boy... Nobody cares at all if she tries to play in a boy sport. She has zero, 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 uh, you know, help there. I find this... Trust the science, Leah. Trust the science. Let's do an arm wrestling contest between a man and a woman. Who's going to win? Scientifically, the man is going to win over the woman every single time time mm-hmm. okay serena williams is the one has been at, at, a, at a time the world's top tennis player mm-hmm. and she still would rank what 50 no no no, way under like 500 500 in the men's. in the men's yeah
3: how is that a common misconception i don't know
1: a philadelphia police department has launched an investigation mom pay attention a hundred thousand dollars worth of dimes were stolen from a tractor trailer parked in a walmart parking lot what yep nbc 4 washington reported that the truck driver picked up a load of dimes totaling 750 million dollars for the u.s mint on philadelphia in, in philadelphia The driver then left his rig in a Walmart parking lot and went home in order to get rest for his drive to Florida in the morning. When the trailer was unattended, an unidentified thief took bolt cutters to break in from the trailer and stole one million dimes. If you can do the math, that's $100,000. When police were called to the scene on Thursday morning, thousands of dimes were scattered all over the parking lot. You can uh, click on this. Here is the aftermath. An investigation is underway after someone stole a 100- hundred- Can I click on? the t- Right there, yeah. I believe that's what you want to click on. There might be two there. All right, yeah, go ahead and play that there. I don't know what it is. He's mentioned
0: Diamond Dash, but what you saw here today was Diamond essentially Dash. dimes as far as the eye could see scattered all over this parking lot here at Franklin Mills. And now that it's all cleared up, you can only imagine How long it took and how difficult it was to clean up all of those coins. At first glance, this may look like some sort of crime scene.
5: They're pretty busy overnight, as we can see.
0: But get closer and you'll see it's a dime scene.
5: Overnight, a carrier parked his tractor trailer.
0: That tractor trailer, police say, was carrying three quarters of a million dollars worth of dimes. Its driver had picked up the load from the U.S. Mint in Philadelphia.
6: Common
5: practice with drivers to pick up loads. He was going to Florida They get to park the truck for the night and to get on the road in the morning.
0: He was supposed to head down the road to Florida. Why he left the trailer on its own overnight in this lot, investigators don't know fellow trucker damien lager says it just makes no sense no 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 it's not you're supposed to stay with it whoever did this police say got away with around a hundred thousand dollars worth maybe even more
5: that's a lot of labor involved too moving that amount of weight
0: so these a are actually at least dimes. five no, no, no. thousand pounds no, I just it and funny. somehow they did They're so just, they in the nick fresh of dime US Mint. leaving coins cluttered and scattered everywhere.
5: So, and someone has to pick up all that change.
0: While cargo thefts like this aren't uncommon, especially in the Northeast area, police do say it's a change from what's usually taken.
5: Lamb, chicken, TVs, refrigerators, etc., taking Alcohol.
0: Oh
1: my gosh! I, 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 I That's where, hilarious. where did he put them in? How that much is, is how much weight so is a hundred thousand? Is a million dimes? A million dimes. A million dimes. How How, how do you count them all? This is a heist. I mean, are they gonna make? How do you use them? How do I want to know? How do you spend these puppies? How do you spend these puppies? I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't. don't... Uh, But here's a better question: Who transports? Like, why do you need to move seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of dimes? Mm-hmm. You just gotta do At it. once. You're just moving them to different banks, I guess. Different the new U.S. mint. Wow. All right, good news. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed six-week heartbeat abortion ban into law this week. Uh banning on Thursdays, even banning abortions after six weeks of pregnancy, which is around the time when a baby's heartbeat can first be detected. So it's like the heartbeat bill, like we here in Ohio. We are proud to support life and family in the state of Florida. DeSantis said in a statement, I applaud the legislature for passing the Heartbeat Protection Act. Uh, That expands pro-life protection and provides additional resources for young mothers and families. So the heartbeat bill there is passed. It includes $96 million to support foster parents, caregivers, and children. It also includes $143 million to enhance services for pregnant and postpartum women and their children. While other states like California and New York have legalized infanticide up to birth, Ron DeSantis has enacted historic measures to defend the dignity of the human life. He signed the uh, the 15-week abortion uh, ban into law after the legislature's 2022 session, and the law was swiftly challenged by pro-abortion groups. However, parts of SB 300 will go into effect immediately, including the funding for pregnancy resource centers, a family planning program, and other uh, parenting-relating services. And it was passed 70 to 40. Wow. Yeah. That's so a really... That's incredible. Yeah. The number there, 70 to 40. Wow. Overall, the total number of abortions has also grown as the state continues to grow in population. In 2022, there were 82,000 uh, abortions, 75,000 of which were in the first trimester, seven in the second. Um, in 2021, there were 79. So this could save, this is going to save a lot of lives. Wow, Florida strong. will no longer be the fifth highest abortion state in the nation. Wow. Thanks to the Heartbeat Protection Act. It was actually an abortion um like destination place. And I, what I find really encouraging about this bill is that it's not just banning abortion. It's providing funds for alternatives Yeah. for helping with foster care. And mm-hmm. so I just think that that's incredible. Actually. Yeah. Of course the, the pro boards are all up in arms, you know, let them be up in arms, let them be up in arms. Well, their babies will have arms and they will have legs and they will not be torn that's apart. A good point. Right. That's All it. right, so let me. Re- I'm missing some comments over here on on Rumble. Wicked psyched says government jobs will fix the problem? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? And then, uh, what percentage of the population holds a government or taxpayer funded job? I am not against p- helping people who need help. Mm. That's a good question. Um, and then we got Brian over here. Making jokes. Uh, I built it one dime at a time. And Penny for your thoughts. Oops, maybe just a dime.
6: Mm.
1: Patriot Gallery says they're worthless unless they're silver. Well said. Uh, James over on Live says kudos to Governor DeSantis. And mom wants to know when do the baby chicks get to go to bed. It's still light out. They're okay. Uh, they'll be okay. Yeah. All right. So. I... Oh, here, wait. We got Stuart the Brit. Haven't seen him in a while. So I'm hey. ready to read this. You'll find the thief at the local casino at the dime machines, obviously. <laughs> I've got some good news. Good news for school choice. Now I'm a homeschooling person. I hate the idea of any sort of taxpayer-funded education. I, I believe it's unconstitutional, but sometimes I believe that there is a step-down program, and I I do support uh, backpack bills in, in, in theory, because at least you're getting kids out of the system. Mm -hmm. So you've got North Dakota house just passed a bill to fund students instead of systems. They voted 51 to 41. Uh, the Senate already passed the bill. So they're going to have a backpack bill. Nebraska legislature just advanced the bill to fund students, uh, 33 to one or 11 and Texas. Uh, you can go to my tweets here. They pass their bill. Texas is going to have school choice. Um, and I, I'm i actually encouraging homeschoolers not to take any money. Do not get the government involved. That's good. If you are a, a person, not. you're a low-income person, and you don't have any money to educate your child, um, and you, you just don't know what to do, and you want a step-down program, think about it, pray about it, see how the Lord leads you. I went to public school for part of my, you know, existence... Uh, we were homeschooled. Homeschooling is really not that expensive. Uh, the homeschooling expense part comes by somebody should be with the child if you can, you know, most of the day. But I just want to play a couple clips here from the uh, debates on the Texas. Do you bill. trust
6: parents to make the best decisions for their
1: children's
4: education? I trust uh, the majority of parents to do what they think is uh, in the best interest of their individual child. Not all parents are in a place to be able to do that. And that's simply reality. Um, we have lots of parents in this state, lots of folks who have had children in this state who are drug addicted, who are alcoholic, um, who have, um,
1: then you can keep them in public school. What you're saying is that there's a lot of horrible parents out there and we can't trust them with their kids. But if you have custody of your child, you know, you have to make sure they have food. Should you trust them to feed them food? Exactly. You have to make sure that they have shelter. Yeah. Do you trust them? On the kind of apartment or house that you put those if kids in? If parents are drunk, drug addicted, a lot of times those kids get taken away from the parent. You don't have choices over your kids. If you are a bad parent, then you shouldn't get your kids.
4: Experienced hardships of their own? that have left them ill-prepared to take care of themselves, much less somebody else.
6: So as a matter of public policy, you reject the notion that the state of Texas should defer to parents in the terms of making the dis- educational decisions for their children? You are
4: putting words in my mouth, Do you agree or disagree with that statement? No, I do not agree with that statement. Um, that's not what I'm saying, and that's not what we're saying here. There's a difference between giving folks an option to turn down a public system and an option to divert other people's money towards their private choices.
1: So strange. Could you play a couple more here? But what does that have to do with being able to make the decision? No, what they are saying is if you're taking money from the public school, then it, the public school won't be as good for those who No, but that, that's to be not there. what he was saying. This is a word salad. It's a word salad. Yeah. And
6: they they have failed. Yes. What happens to private schools when they fail? Um they close, and hopefully that's not during the middle of the year. What happens to public schools when they fail? <sighs> well,
4: theoretically what should happen to public schools when they fail is I'm that...
6: what does happen to public schools when they fail. Do they close? A litany
4: of things do, happen to do public they, schools they Do they, they, they close? Fail. Ultimately, yes, they do. Okay. Under the laws that this legislature has passed.
6: How many examples can you give to me of us shutting down public schools in the last decade? We have a very descriptive system
4: of laws that go through a number of things in the accountability regime that ratchet up over time that end either in a district being taken over, which is what we just saw, that was based largely on one school in a district that has more than 200,000, or you can close the school, or you can repurpose the school. All of these things are not newly laws are, on the is, book.
6: Are all public schools in the state of Texas over the past 10 years successes by your definitions? Uh, all schools in yes. no sector are successes. Okay. How many public schools that are not successful, since some are not successful by your own words, how many of those have been closed? I do not have a number because it is not the only option. Because it's zero. Thank
4: you, Chair. Okay.
1: Wow. <laughs> another one? One more, yeah.
4: Uh... from from children being educated, but that includes all children. All all is all children, right? Public school children, private school children, homeschool children. We benefit from that. That is a government purpose. That's why we have that. We want an educated... We want children to be educated. And I'm glad we're starting this this today with that, because I think that is, at least for this bill, I think is our true motivation. I think we're just i'm worried about unintended consequences that maybe would contradict that goal and i I truly agree with you that the money doesn't belong to the parents in this case the money doesn't actually go to the parents right it's actually in an account set for them it never ends up in their pocket okay but it also doesn't belong to the school the purpose of it is the kid the purpose is not the school that's right purpose is to educate children everyone
1: good Mm. point all right and now if you scroll up refresh the page and scroll up i just tweeted out the um some top look at these salaries for superintendents of schools in Texas. No way. Go ahead, read some of these sal- out. 521,000 uh, dollars Cypress Fairbanks, Barber's Hill 466,000, Jesletta 442,000, Duncanville 430,000. Okay, but look how, how much is the president of the United States? 400,000. These superintendents are making as much as the president of the United States and sometimes more. Why would a superintendent of a school need a half a million dollars? Oh, we're just getting the best. You know, you gotta pay for the high, you gotta pay high dollar for the best. For the best. That's what I always hear about, like, people paying we a ton don't of money. You need the best. Anybody can run a stupid school. You know, I knew a woman who ran a one-room schoolhouse. All grades. Kindergarten through 12th. She was in her 20s. She had to go get coal every morning and start the fire herself and those kids i guarantee you were better educated than the kids coming out of texas wow and i'm sure that every parent just kind of chipped in and paid her salary here's the thing this is if you're gonna have a school Mm -hmm. and it's cool and you want a school and you want your kids to be part of a school then you build the school you fund the teachers leave me out of it okay leave your neighbor out of it. but we have to just ch- 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 it's the children it's the children it's the children children need food and water more than they need to learn how to read but you're not coming to me asking me to feed your children Oh, but you do when they're poor and they need help. Okay, can we lower it then to education help for p- people who are poor and need help? But you don't understand. We need all the collective money to have the bigger schools. You don't understand. Because I want my kid to go to a big, giant school. <laughs> we have these monstrosities. We call them the Taj Mahal schools. These kids are in buildings like you wouldn't believe. What kind of building were we in, Michelle? We had to bring our water bottle and have a fan on us. And the windows open and it's 90 degrees outside. Did we live? We didn't live. In these rank old buildings. Yep. That was the building you just described it. There were two buildings like that. Mm -hmm. One was hotter than the other. Yep. Pleasant Hill wasn't as hot as Miami Elementary. was hot right there in the sun. It, was just, it could get hot. And you know what? I don't have a problem if you guys want to, to come together and you want to help poor people. And you know how you do that? If you miseducated them as kids, how are you going to educate their children? So I say you offer remedial classes to the parents and the kids. Oh, that's good. Because if a parent can't teach their child, they didn't learn it to begin with. Boom. So you failed them. And I've actually heard when, um, you know, there's a lot of people who um, teach parents to read and write in like third world countries. Mm -hmm. And they make it a universal school. And let me tell you something else. John uh, Taylor Gatto. He's my hero. You guys all need to read all his books. He's amazing. There's a lot of videos of him on YouTube as well. He's, he's since passed away a few years ago. Great videos. I think, was he interviewed by Alex Jones one time? He He might have been. been. He said, he, he, he was a public school uh, teacher of the year in New York. But he had this, this strange notion that children are smarter than we give them credit for, mm-hmm. and he would often allow them to direct their own learning, and then they learned more. He let them roam New York City and come back and give a report as part of their schooling. Yeah, he said he had one. He had one student who would miss school all the time. Thought he was a crazy delinquent. What are you doing when you're not here? He was apprenticing at his different aunts and uncles' uh, uh, businesses that they they owned. And he's like, that's a better education I can ever give you. Yeah. Go, do it. Right. You, don't need me. you don't need me, right? Education in America was really intense for the first eight years of your life. It might've been at home. It might've been a tutor. It might've been, it might've been in a, a small school. And then you split off into two. At 14 years old, young boys would go to Harvard or Yale or Princeton or William and Mary or they would go apprentice over somebody and learn a trade. Yeah. Now I I I don't like trade schools today because they're trade schools. You're not at the welding factory, you're not at the farm. You have these little days. No, you apprentice over under somebody uh, in my opinion to help take over their business one day mm. or to start your own business. Yeah. But trade schools today, they train workers Which goes back to the Industrial Revolution and why education is so horrible today. Because it is training children to be cogs in a wheel. You don't get to be the bicycle. You don't get to be the person. No. You don't get to be the person riding the bicycle. You're the cog in the wheel on the bicycle. You don't get to tell people where to go. You don't get to tell people what to do. The tax system is set up so that if you start your own business, boom. If if you don't keep your business small, your taxes are crazy, man. Let me read a couple of comments. The Observer says, we had a swamp cooler in Yuma, Arizona heat. That is hot. William on Facebook said, they take people's children for profit. It's not all about good parent and bad parent. DHS is massively funded. More problems they have, the more grants and funding they get. That's an excellent point. Uh, Debbie says, "Tell him, Leah. I feel the same. Tell Leah, I feel the same. The same exact way. I homeschool my kids. My son has a third education, but I tell you what, he can build a motor. He can work the land. He knows how to live. Tell him, girl. Just tell he can't him, Leah. Build a motor. That's what she's saying. Tell Woo! him. Tell See, him, that's Leah. what I'm talking about, right? It's real education. You know, um, for John Adams, the way he educated his son John Quincy is really interesting." He would allow him to pick certain books. You pick your books. You read your books. You write to me and tell me what you learned in those books. What did you learn? What did you learn? I've got a shelf full of books. I read them. I want to retain the information. Mm -hmm. We are not supposed to force feed children information that they're not interested in or they're not going to use. If uh, children are sponges. Have you ever had a kid? I've had kids around my farm. They are literally, they're constantly asking you annoying questions. Yes. What is this? How does this work? Why? Why? Get the kid a book and say, all kids need to learn basically is how to read. And then you can help guide a child's interest in education. Children just really need to learn how to read and do some math. Basic math because darn if I don't know much, I don't retain... Many math skills. Here's, the, that deal, I learned, here's even. the deal: if you know how to read, you actually could even teach yourself math. Knowing how to read will math that's, that's is probably one of the thing. only things you can't that you definitely can teach yourself, right? Because you just look at the numbers, you watch somebody else in the book, and you can definitely teach yourself history. Something you can teach yourself. It it's helpful to have people show you how to do mechanical things. Oh yeah, right. But still, you could read it, in but. Book they don't show you how to do mechanical things in school, do they? School is stupid. I hate school. You know why? Because here here I am in a building, learning about trees, and to this day, I can barely identify the leaves on the trees outside. I can do a sycamore, I can do a tulip, I can do a maple leaf. Well, we learned all that as adults. By I learned everything outside. as an adult that's important in life. I still remember the day that this. we were trying to move a log in our front yard. It was, it was a tree. It wasn't just a log. It was a tree. And this lady that stopped by, and she goes, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. It was oh on gosh. the ground. It was. She's like, I'm a teacher, and we just covered this in class, so I'm going to show you how fulcrum. to make a fulcrum. But she'd never done it before, but she came in like an authority because she read it, and then she taught it to the students. I was like, you learned about it in a book. Have you done it? All right, Stuart the Brit says, Finland takes kids to the forest farms, uh, et cetera, for three days a week to learn actual life lessons and nature. My parents only let us read National Geographic's when they were good. Not comics. Uh, no comics were allowed. Linda says, I went to trade school in the 80s and it was good for me. You know, back then it was way better, Linda. I teach my grandsons, so we do different things. Reading, writing, and math. That's awesome. One of my grandsons is learning to play violin. That import- that's important to worship. I love that, Linda. That's on D-Life. So, so good. Amen. That's the show. That's the show? Yeah. no it's not actually can we tell them what happened in Richmond yeah yes so let's see if we can come up with something so we started our flo- phones started blowing up because we have friends that live in Richmond Indiana um, and a voice of the Patriots actually Deb- Debbie and uh, Chris Monaghan right. over let's at Gateway Church if we can get a another story. East Palestine essentially of sorts happened and our friend Mark um, let me see if I can pull up his, uh, text message that he sent to me. Cause this is really important. He was saying that he went outside to, uh, wait a minute. It's a one. Richmond is a Richmond plastic warehouse that caught on fire. It's a large industrial fire. He said he went outside, his eyes were burning, his face is burning. He had to wash everything off. Um, Yeah. uh, He said it was packed with 12 million tons of plastic. 12 million tons. He said, we learned certain plastics when burnt are deadly. I stepped outside to take pics for only 20, maybe 30 seconds and came in. My eyes and lips started burning. I immediately washed my face. Uh, The fire broke out Tuesday, turned the fears of some city officials into a reality. Back in 2019, Richmond's Unsafe Building Commission issued a series of orders to clean out the buildings of Northwest. F, which had been stuffed to the gills with plastic at that point there were more than 12 million tons Mm. of plastic in one of the buildings there were efforts to remove it but those efforts stalled and the building's owner essentially walked away leaving the buildings under control of local government Mm. and four years later the plastic remained inside here's how fire chief tim brown described one of the buildings at the scene on tuesday it's floor to ceiling ceiling wall to wall with plastic all of the semis and all of the access ways around the building are full of plastic. At the time in 2019 that the owner was ordered to remove the plastic, he claimed that he had nowhere to put it. Oh, wow. Um, I've got this video here, and then if you refresh the history, okay, um, we'll I play this can one bring first. up another one. Wait a minute. No, not the night no why it's not it's not letting me make it big, it's just right. that's what I get. Uh, so that's just for our podcast listeners, it's just black billows of smoke. Dark black, like uh, okay. just unbelievable. So right. just on Twitter. Just go no, just refresh the group page the on your library. Yeah. There's another video in the history. Right here? Yeah. Oops, that's not it. No. I believe not. Maybe the one right to the right of it. Nope. Wait, here it is. Yeah.
6: We combated the winds and the intensity of the flames. Uh, Our efforts were successful. It did not uh, get into the residential
4: area as far as the fire is concerned. This uh, business owner had previously been cited by our unsafe building commission and given an order to clean up the property. That order was ignored. That business owner is fully responsible for all of this.
5: SO THIS IS uh, QUITE A STORY IT'S ONGOING IT'S RICHMOND INDIANA RIGHT NEAR THE OHIO BORDER SOUTHEASTERN PART (laughs) OF THE STATE Uh, THAT WAS THE UPDATE LAST HOUR LOOK LOOK AT THIS VIDEO FROM YESTERDAY (sighs) THIS IS A FIRE AT A RECYCLING PLANT MORE THAN 2000 PEOPLE WHO LIVE NEAR THE AREA HAVE BEEN TOLD TO EVACUATE Mm. LEAVE THEIR homes, STAY AWAY FOR SOME TIME HUGE FIRE BROKE OUT YESTERDAY SENDING THAT BIG BLACK PLUME OF SMOKE IN THE SKY POLICE SAY PEOPLE OUTSIDE THE EVACUATION ZONE ARE ADVISED TO KEEP THEIR WINDOWS CLOSED keep your pets indoors mm. that wind was blowing yesterday i was Can't just checking win. the wind a bit earlier today doesn't well, seem-
1: pause patriot galley wants to go back to a story that we covered on brighteon she will in a minute i know but hold your thought or or insert it now let's not do both at the same time is what right. i'm thinking with patriot galley talking go ahead and give your thoughts you okay I think you're right now. about that. That's I never right. thought about New it like that. Ever. That's a good point. So earlier on our Brighton segment, we played All a clip right. of Joe Biden saying, "Let's go lick the world." You know, he wanted to come after us. Yes, us, the Trump supporters, MAGA people, the good, the good people. That's of exactly right, Mom. Very, very That's good. A, I never Seemed thought that. Team to be as strong today, yeah, which would be
5: it. good. But they're going to fight this thing until they can put it out, and that is quite a blaze right now in Richmond. Indiana, just west of Oxford, Ohio, home of Miami University. Yes, of and course. And now you know. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm Steve Ducey. Wow. I'm Brian. Wow,
1: that's crazy. So, yeah. So, what is going on, Leah? What is happening with all of this? They're trying to release. T- okay, that was are, my are conspiracy theory. To? Are they trying to? That These people are saying that this was an accidental mm-hmm. fire, mm-hmm. right? We, of course, jump to conclusions and forgive me for doing that. I want to be very careful with my words here, mm-hmm. but there's so much going on mm-hmm. right now. We've got cattle dying by the thousands. There's, there's just countless things. <laughs> You're right. I will do that. So um, 10,000 cattle died in a fire. I think it was 12. So just put the cattle. Oh. Just put cattle. No, that's right. That's well. Is that it? It should be 12. Brighteon said 12. Okay. Just put the cattle. Just put cattle dying. There you go. All right. 18,000. Yes, a lot more. 18,000 cows died in the deadliest fire involving cattle that we know of. A massive explosion and fire on Monday. Nearly 20,000 died in the fire. Um, It looks like there's just a lot of cows that died. So, uh, all I'm saying is that. Something is not right. Here, I, I, retweeted, it, I retweeted at the this, very least. WMTV. Okay. It's it's. Is it a wrath of God thing or is it man made? But whatever it is, something's going on right now. Yeah. Okay. You can bring up the news report then. I mean, this is just. Re- got yep. it. The, the, I don't know. The
0: chicks are one corner and they're trying to fly out.
1: Okay, okay. we'll get them.
6: CONTINUE OUR TEAM COVERAGE on THE EXPLOSION AT THE SOUTH FORK DAIRY PLANT IN Demet NEWS CHANNEL 10'S well, KELSEY DAVIS okay, JOINS US IN THE STUDIO WITH AN UPDATE. KELSEY.
0: GREG, WE KNOW THE CASE IS UNDER INVESTIGATION BY THE TEXAS STATE FIRE MARSHAL. ROGER MALONE, THE MAYOR OF Demet TOLD US WE ARE GRATEFUL FOR OUR VOLUNTEER FIREFIGHTERS. WHEN WE NEED THEM, THEY SHOW UP. MAYOR MALONE SAYS FIREFIGHTERS RESCUED ONE PERSON WHO WAS IN THE BUILDING AT THE TIME OF THE FIRE. Castro County Sheriff Sal Rivera says the plant has about 60 employees in Dimmit Rivera says this was the largest fire he has ever seen.
6: It was it was pretty big because uh,
1: uh, part of the investigation still is to see where what caused it to get so big and uh, possibly the insulation in, in the building must have you know probably caught fire. So, but that's still to be determined.
0: We're in contact with Lubbock University Medical Center Vice President Aaron Davis who tells me one person is in critical critical condition on the news at 10 the sheriff gives us insight on why so many
1: guys here's the problem that I have big egg industrial dairy having 20,000 cattle in one place at one time. God did not design that. You should never have a fire that is capable of killing 20,000 cows, unless there are multiple dairy barns lined up, you know, like for cities and it spreads and the fire jumps. I mean, it's gonna be like a tornado fire. You should not have that many cattle on one dairy farm. This is what is wrong with society. Guys, it's so simple. If just Resistance Chicks viewers alone all exited industrial food systems, it doesn't really cost that much more, guys. We are part of a herd share. I'm pretty sure most states at least have herd shares. Not all of them, but I'm pretty sure a lot of them do. In other states, you can just buy it as pet milk. It's just real, raw milk, it's better for you. Hospitals used to use it as medicine. It's, it's, it's non-pasteurized, non-homogenized. And you're get, we're getting ours from an Amish farmer. They got like 20 cows. Well, they probably have more than that, but 20 cows that they milk a day, okay? If their barn burnt down, well, it, their cows are out on pasture. They're only in the barn when they're being milked. They could, they could get them out. They could take them someplace. This is so wrong. Our food system is so wrong. Guys, we need to exit the food system because this is how they're gonna control people. That's gonna affect a lot. That's gonna affect the industry. That's gonna affect, it's gonna create some mild form of a milk shortage, a cheese shortage, a butter shortage, a sour cream shortage, you name it. All the different things that are made from milk right? Like this is what is, we just butchered two hogs on our homestead ourselves. We have an acre and a 10th. We raise out 50 chickens for meat every year. That's all the chicken that our family of five eats in a year. It's about one chicken a week. We don't eat that much chicken. Our family likes beef. We like pork. We just, we, we kind of supplement with chicken. But I usually make two meals out of the chicken because I will make a meal out of the chicken and then I will take the carcass and make it into a soup or something. Leah loves soup. We are doing on an acre and a tenth something that anybody that has an acre can do. Anyone. Granted, you need the people to do it. Now, if you're a single mom or something like that, it makes it difficult, but any single mom can raise 50 meat birds and butcher them, okay? This, if you have the land, right? So what I'm saying is, and if you can't do it yourself, pull out from the system and find a local farmer. Just do a search for co-ops, food co-ops. I'm telling you, it's not your. Most of the time, you're not even going to be spending more. Go to your local farmers markets. Like guys, we have to pull from the system. It's so vital. Now, one of the things that I told Leah that I wanted to pull up. This is again. I think that I have. I am hoping there is some resistance, chicks viewer out there. Sally says. Amen. I'm a single mom. I recruit help. People like to help. They absolutely like to help. They totally like to help. 100%. If you, Tammy says quail. Thank you, Tammy. Quail, 100%. Wicked Psych says poor maintenance and overcrowding. Yes. Insurance job. Yeah, not familiar with the story, but it sounds like arson due to it uh, too expensive to dispose of. I think you were talking about the plastics on that one, but yes. Um, Sir Thriving Mama says, did you all see Kirk Cameron's new homeschool documentary movie? I loved it. It has me itching to homeschool. Yes, we saw that in the theaters, actually. I think it's available to watch on Amazon Prime, maybe, or Pure Flix or something. I know I saw it there. Um. Sewer the Brit says, we have council allotments. It's a great system. Linda says, we have quail and a rooster and a hen. I grow herbs. Mars Jupiter says, happy, healthy farm animals produce the best result and produce. Uh, Linda says, yes, we have a seven mountain problems in this country. Uh, England would die quickly. We don't have many bugs over here. Mars Jupiter says, factory farms are horrid not farming at all. It's cruel. You're right. It's not farming at all. As a matter of fact, our friend, Matt Kansas Cowboy, we talk about all the time. He hates the word farming because he thinks monoculture. He thinks industrial farming. He's like, I don't want to be a farmer because that's what I think of. But if you want to have a homestead and you want to farm and you live in Kentucky or think you may want to move to Kentucky I have something for you and this is actually really exciting for me. Never done this before, but our friends are selling their homestead. Let me move my mic here. I want to resituate myself here. They are amazing. This family is absolutely amazing. They just put in an offer and are ready to buy their their dream dreamland of 50 acres, but they have a homestead That's, we don't have any more uh, feed. You'd have to use the other feed. Oh, it is? Okay. Oh, there it is. That's right. I moved it. Okay, great. They have a homestead that is currently in production and they're going to leave it um, the way that it is. Meaning she's like, somebody is going to get our crops for this year. I mean, they have done so much to this homestead. And I love the way that this listing is, is put together. So they have pictures of the abundance of the things that they have done on their farm. So this isn't just like selling a house. This is a homestead. They're showing you what they have done successfully on their homestead. Their land is completely chemical free. It's never been poisoned with herbicides or pesticides. Um, they have done so much. So I love the fact that they've, they've done um, pictures here for all the different types of things. So there's the, they have pictures of their gardens. They've got new trellises. Um, they're training vines. They have grapes, it looks like. They've done permaculture, which is the no-till, which is what we do. I mean, look at this. This is beautiful. It's already ready to go. Look at these raised beds. I mean, this is just in- incredible, incredible. So it, it's already ready to go. It's $147,000. I don't know how much acreage is here. I didn't get a chance to look at all of this, but they've got 30 um, year old producers, young fruit trees. They've got a blueberry hill. They've got raspberries. It looks like a peach tree. Um, I'm just, they've got flowers, wildflowers, so many things here. So, what I'm going to do is, and I forgot to add this on resistancechicks.com, but I'm also going to put it in the description of the page. This may be, if you're tuning in, this may be where God is calling you and your family. I think that that would be amazing. Like the next thing I'm going to do is start like um, a a courtship app. I don't believe in dating, but like to to match people. I think that would be awesome if we did like a resistance chicks, you know, help, help people find somebody kind of thing. But it has a 16 by 40 foot cabin that's really nice. You can see pictures of how they built it what it was looked like uh, what it looked like when they were building it their um, kind of like shelving for canning um What I love the most, even more than the cabin, is this 24 by 40 foot open pole barn, which I mean, you could do anything to this thing. You could add the sides, go ahead and and put it together. They've got poultry pens. um, They've got pet paddocks ready to go. They've got this amazing rain harvest water system, which I just think is fantastic. Two additional camper and shed pads so that you could actually, if you had your own kind of shed, you could put on those pads. Um... Like I said, I don't know what the actual acreage is on here. I don't know if I saw that or missed it, but I'm sure it's somewhere um, listed on here. And if not, you can send them a message, but uh, it's in South Shore, Kentucky, Beauty Ridge Road, South Shore, Kentucky. You can go and visit, you can check it out, send them a message and just be like, I found you guys on Resistance Chicks. And I'm really curious. This might be a good place for my family to come and start doing what you guys are doing. Like they've given you the, the value of what they have started here. Like you're just hit the ground running, ready to go. Now I know Jaslyn and her family. They have helped us with events. They've come help. They've they've come to help serve. I mean, and so this. property is also going to be anointed by God. They are a godly family. And I can guarantee you that the entire atmosphere there is just full of the Holy Ghost. So this may be the homestead for somebody out there. And she sent me and she posted this on Facebook and I tried to share it and it wouldn't share. And then I just left it off because I couldn't get it to go to the Resistance Chicks Facebook page. And she sends me a text message yesterday and she's like, hey, do you think you could tell the viewers about this? And I was like, 100%, I was already wanting to do it. So this goes into the cows catching on fire, right? And burning alive. You can get started doing your own thing. Who's You're- selling? Jocelyn. Oh, where are they going to? Oh, Stetter Life. They've, they've, they have 45 days, okay? They need to, they are, they've put in an offer and they've got their 50 acres of their like dream, dreamland. Okay, this was their interim that they they honed in and they made perfect. So they need to sell quick. So they've got to sell. And I believe in the name of Jesus, one of the Resistance Chicks viewers is listening right now. Yeah. And they want this. Leah didn't get a chance to see the listing, but she's got pictures of all their produce, the bounty. And it's it's a ready to go. Like their, their crops are ready to go that they've planted this year. You're going to just pick up right where they're ready to go. I mean, I don't know what all is included in like, I don't know if they're leaving any animals behind. Probably not, but they may be but pens and stuff. And I know yeah. she kept like a bazillion, she keeps a bazillion chicken. She's getting like it's a ton all of eggs. To this is, this is the if deal. I'm going to start out. It's ready. So to go. I'm going to grab this listing right now. I'm going to copy it and I'm going to put it in the chat. And I'm also going to make sure that it's in the description of the video and on the website for resistance chicks.com where you're watching. Um, because I believe that somebody watching right now needs this place. I'm telling you what. Uh, so we David should, says, "Hello, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana." So we've got an Indiana person speaking of those. We need to put um, it in the Bards chat. We do need to put it in the Bards chat, actually. Um, well, she might have already. She's part. Of oh the yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. I'm sure she. I'm sure she has. So there you go. I've dropped that in the chat and I'm going to put it in the description on today's video. And I told her, I said, I'm going to do it on tonight's show and get it out there for the world um, and just see somebody might want to go to South Shore, Kentucky and start their life and their homestead with their kids. You know, I mean, they've got kids that they're raising there. It's yes, it's a small little cabin, but you it's the, the potential there is just enormous I mean, that pole barn alone, you could just park an RV under that thing. You know what I mean? Like it's, you didn't get to see it. It's 24 by 40 foot, just giant pole barn. It's open air. Um, just, just so awesome. I, I'm, I'm excited. I really, and I want to hear if the, if you end up getting this property, you better send me an email. Cause I want to know about it. Resistance chicks viewer. Like this is how it should be. This is how things should be done. I already said this should be like a dating app. Should do that for resistance chicks. All right. Last but not least. I want y'all to visit mypillow.com. Visit mypillow.com forward slash RC. Get yourself some pillows. Those, those slippers are still on sale. I don't know how long they're going to be doing those closeouts, but get the $25 slippers. I think the per cal sheets are still 25 bucks. Get the sheets. Support Mike Lindell. What he, I, I'm telling you, the, the quality product. My I sleep with my MyPillow every night. I do. And I think and to my myself, sheets. this is the best pillow. See, the I, best had, sheets. I had to take my sheets off because they're flannel. I don't mm. want to take them off, but it's that time of year. It's getting hot. So I put, so, but I still have been meaning to go buy the per cal sheets. I just haven't done it. So I need to do what I'm telling you guys to do. Go get some sheets. Go get the sheets right now. Go get them. Go get them. ITMtrading.com. I t- tell them resistance chicks sent you guys. Here's the deal. Exiting the system mm-hmm. is more important now than it has ever been. Yeah. It's like yesterday is yesterday. when you should have done this. Yeah. But if you haven't already, hmm you know, we've been getting messages from a lot of people wanting to call ITM Trading or they have called ITM Trading because we've been telling you guys. And, and it's interesting to me. They'll ask, like, why do you recommend them? What's, like, I, I don't know if it just hasn't. We haven't showcased why enough. Why show them Lynette's channel, but, ITM Trading on But YouTube. we started out watching Lynette Zhang on YouTube. Uh, and years she Years ago. Years ago. And we had her on our show when we had a YouTube channel. Um, way, way back right now. And she knows, she has accurately predicted, just based on knowledge, not prophecy, everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this now, is Lynette.
3: We have a choice and we vote with our wallets and purses. And it is critically important that you take heed, because if you don't hold it, You don't own it rising for the 11th month in a row.
1: Compilation. So she does. There's so much wisdom. So even if you're not going to join ITM or call ITM Trading, just start watching Lynette. Okay. Every, every Resistance Chicks viewer should be tuned into ITM Trading. I think they're on Rumble and on YouTube. And if you're, if you're following my mom, she plays her clips all the time. In her blogs. And mom is the money gal. And so... When we were, um, you know, approached by a lot of you guys, I've, I see that I, I, you guys have asked us, what do I do with my IRA? What do I do with my retirement? How do I get out? And I'm like, go to ITM training because they have a whole team of people that will help you create a strategy. And like, what is a strategy, Leah? Okay, well, first you can come to us, your strategy, homesteading, uh, getting things and talents that you can barter with. Learning how. Maybe you want to do a sawmill. Maybe you're going to be the sawmill person. Maybe you're going to be the beekeeper. Um, there are. There, it's food and shelter, barterability, and what she calls wealth preservation. Because every day your dollar diminishes. And if you've got your money in an IRA or a, a 401k, that could just be gone. Okay. The banks are on it there. And she always puts up a Jenga thing. And she's like, is this the last one? Is this the last one? I am not a pr- I don't need to be a prophet. Ron Paul can tell you. The, cr- the system is headed there. Here's let me, let me explain something. The train track is going to end. Mm-hmm. And when it ends, it'll be a cliff. And when you're on the other side of that cliff and you have gold and silver, you'll be fine. Especially if you have diversified with food, shelter, and barterability. So she, when when she's talking about things, she's got a whole program where she's 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 showing people how she has she's a koi pond in her backyard where her pool used to be, and she's growing food in it. She's got um, now she has a chef learning how to what what are we going to plant? So that what are we going to eat? Right. Okay. So we're hoping, guys, to do a few more homesteading type videos you can join us in Hawking Hills um at the uh OSSBC the old school survival boot camp we have a promo code to get $15 off oh, that promo the, code is on, different wait, I have it I have the I think I have the right one here maybe I don't what is it let, let me let me I have it let me grab let me grab it real okay quick. so our promo code is rchicks15 rchicks15 our chicks fifteen. Our chicks fifteen. There it is, lowercase. Our chicks fifteen. And uh, come and join us. And there's going to be 140 classes on everything that you need to know to to homestead. I th- and Jocelyn had to pull out. Jocelyn had to pull out because they're buying this property. Yeah. But she was teaching classes, so you would be getting a property by the way of somebody that is like a teacher. I mean, she has it's called oh. Steader Life. Like she's she, legit. Like she dehydrates eggs. eggs. That's, That's like next the quintessential level. homesteader model, right there. Stuff right there. All right, beyond gold and silver channel is Lynette's prepping channel. Also, um, so go there because you want to trade your, you want to trade in paper fiat retirement for something that you can hold when the market crashes. Boom. Yes. Now, if you're, and there, why do we, why do we tell you to call them? Because if you have a retirement savings, yeah.
0: It's I can't terrifying. walk
1: you through. It's terrifying. Exactly what to get. If but you're, you're going to make a purchase of like $2,000 or less,
0: go we're, to S. we're Booyan. continuing.
1: We don't get a kickback for that. Just go to Booyan, mm-hmm. com. Just make a silver purchase. But if it's something higher than that, that can be a really or scary make a purchase small, to we, make. We recently, we we make small gold purchases. Frequently. Like 200, 300 bucks, my little you know yeah. quarter of an ounces. Um, if that's where you're at, where we're at okay uh because we've already pulled out of the system yeah we don't have any big savings left we've already we've already pulled out we're out but if you need to st- if you still need to get out itm trading is for you guys sure. i listen it's the it's learn.itmtrading.com forward slash chicks or you can just call them one seven, 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 <laughs> i love cool that number. number it's a really cool number all right we will see you guys in one half hour one half hour. You're gonna, hour, back you're gonna here. come back here on whatever platform you're watching on right now. And if you're watching this back later, you just have to go back and watch the video. But we're gonna have on Robert and Jamie Ag of Banners for Freedom, Donica Hudson of DonicaHudson.com, and she's got her own show now um, on Buzz TV. IWantABuzz.com, and Jack Stagman. They are putting on a phenomenal event in Virginia. You what might we be led did to go. What we did in Plymouth. They are offering for Virginia, essentially. The first landings. At the first landings. Michelle so, Bachman's gonna be there, John Diamond, Bill and William. Nancy. Ba- so if you guys have been watching our Christian heritage series and you love the stuff that Leah's reading from William Federer, William Federer is gonna be there. Leo and Nancy Martin of the Jenny Museum, who we who were our partners when we did the event in Plymouth, they are going to be there. Their their list is just absolutely fr- yeah. amazing. Our friend Tanya Joy Gibson, she's gonna be there singing the national anthem and some other hymns and songs, like Dr. John Diamond of America Unhinged. Like- my fa- one of my favorite books here. William Federer, he put this together. You guys just But they also need can, donations, they yeah. need support. And you can watch it. We will be we will, we be, will be restreaming it. Restreaming it yeah. on on our Rumble channel. So um but so you want to watch the interview tonight at nine o'clock. So in one half hour, you're gonna come back and this and you're gonna tune in. So don't so if you if you have to go somewhere, come right back, right? Go come back to Rumble, come back to Facebook, the whole nine yards. Come back. Go like Jesus. And come back. So that fast he was like that was like, and with would gen- within a generation mm-hmm. and speaking of within a generation if you guys aren't tuned into our revelation red pill wednesdays i don't know what you're Did doing i ask them to come back on wednesday because i i that's you made a promise but you didn't you hopefully to. on wednesday we're gonna have Corey, jason and serge back to discuss the rest of matthew 24 and beyond yeah it's gonna be awesome okay we love you guys god loves you god bless remember it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's the truth and we will see you in one less than a half hour 27 minutes be here or be square
3: <laughs> I was called all alone no place for home every day so afraid but you called my name.